0: Welcome to the Liminal Zone Alchemist, the podcast for when you're stuck between the patterns of your past and the pull of your purpose. I'm your host, Sally Hardy, and each week I'll be challenging your understanding of what it is to be a human in the modern world. I'll help you free your innate genius from the socialized shadows, reconnect with your inner knowing and lean into that pull, letting your purpose guide and support you with ease to the impact that only you can make in the world. Okay, get comfy, set your brain to curious, and let's get on with the episode. Hello, my lovely little bundles of fun. How are you? I hope you're doing really well. I hope that wherever you are, you have space and some breathing time, and that you can be in your environment as you wish to be. My kids have been home from school this week. And in that period, I noticed that quite a few of the pressures of life impact me in a different way. It's easier for me to manage my mind when I have space, when the triggers to things that I may feel guilty about that I may feel social pressures around, that I may need to do some mindset work around. When they aren't present, it's easier. It's easier for me to think that I am well in control of all of those things. Often I am, but it's a little bit like, show me a managed mind and then show me a managed mind in front of their parents at Christmas and I will show you a hot mess. Life can support our beliefs. And sometimes it can force us to look at things that we think we believe, or we think we've got under wraps and actually we don't. And in those situations, sometimes it can feel like things don't make sense. Like you are going back over old work. Like you have moved into a space where something that you thought had become maybe quite linear and quite simple, back to being complex and I'd love to offer you that there is one thing that through my entire career, through my psychotherapy training, my psychology training, through my coaching training, there is one thing that helps (laughs) all of these different situations when we feel like we're in the goo, when we feel like we're in the weeds, when we are in the goo and when we are in the weeds, because we are real humans with real lives. The one thing that helps is an other. It's perspective. It is the ability to create, to generate, to hold space for your emotions, for your life, for your thoughts, for whatever is going on. The ability to hold space for that, the ability to separate from it without disassociation just to have a pause to step back or look from a higher perspective whatever works with your mind to have perspective this is true of somebody who is recovering from trauma this is true of somebody who is back in a situation that they don't want to be in. This is true of somebody who's in thought loops. This is true of all humans at all times. And it's also true when things are going well. Perspective helps. There's an old philosopher called Hegel who said that a human only knows themselves by the fact that another human exists, that you wouldn't know yourself if you're in a vacuum. You would have no thing, no other to bounce off. And that may be true, but one of the great privileges of being able to generate my own safety, and I hope that you are able to generate yours too, and through the course of this podcast, that that will be something that you find more quickly and more easily, is that when we are physically safe when we have that luxury that we can take a pause that we can take a moment to see the bigger picture when phrases like that used to get said to me it was a little bit like somebody telling me to breathe if I'm having a panic attack see the bigger picture I just wanted to punch people in the neck (laughs) not that I had like an extremely violent urge but it just seemed like the bigger picture. It, it just is such a. I felt very patronized by that. I felt that I was seeing the big picture and that actually they weren't seeing my picture. They didn't understand quite how awful things were. And that was me cycling. That was me spinning. That was me in what I would now, with time and with experience and with a whole load of space that I can now see was a victim mentality. Victim mentality is very different from being a victim. Being a victim of something is an event, a happening, a thing, a fact. Whether perceived threat or real threat, the fact that something happened and that your body holds the impression of that thing You were a victim, I was a victim to certain things. Victim mentality is carrying that I was a victim as a fact to all other areas of my life, generalizing to other areas of my life. And you might recognize that sometimes you've done this as well. So let's say for example, I struggle trusting people. I struggle um, within my business, letting other people do things that I either don't want to do anymore or I don't have time to do anymore or other people have a skill set. I delegate. I want to delegate. I want to trust people. And I have a big history that when I have done that, I've been let down. And I've been let down really at the last minute, like really at the last minute. When things were due, suddenly people had not done what they said they were going to do. And the story that I built up from that, which was a real thing, that thing actually happened. Somebody was due to provide work for a project and they didn't. And then I provided that work myself. Though that happened, what I brought forward as a story from that was that I can't trust people. Every time I trust somebody, they let me down. This belief gets me stuck because I end up not trusting other people. I end up not delegating to other people. I end up doing the work that I'm either not wanting to do anymore, or I don't have time to do, or it's not my skill set. And I believe it's because of the other people, because they're going to let me down. It's the difference between being the victim of a situation. And a victim mentality. One is there was a happening. And another is this happened. And therefore, this is what happens to me always. And brains, being the beautiful things that they are, love a job. So if I am telling myself that I can't trust people, if I'm telling myself that I always get let down, guess what evidence my brain is going to see? And that is not to say that it's not happening, but what my brain does, this lovely little part of my brain called a reticular activating system is, it finds what I ask it to. And a great way of getting perspective and moving out of, for me, this victim mentality is to simply question it. I'm always let down, I can't let people in, I can't trust people, I can't delegate, I always get let down. Is that true? Well, on some occasions, yes. On some occasions I have been let down, but does that mean that I can't trust people? Does that mean that I'm always let down? Just questioning that asks my brain, ask this reticular activating system to find evidence that may disprove that. And very quickly, I can see how there are many people in my life who I do trust and who have never let me down. There are many people in my life with who I have arrangements to do things and they turn up on time and they do what they say they're going to do. I perhaps ask them to do something that might be a stretch and we have communication about whether that's possible or not, that they are honest with me, that they give me feedback that maybe they say, you're asking too much of me, Sally. That's not something I'm capable of, that we have that conversation. That's not part of the story of I can't trust people and I always get let down. That's a different story. But while I'm in the victim mentality, when I'm in the weeds, when I'm in the, it doesn't make sense, I don't know why this is happening to me. When I'm in my victim mentality, which happens on occasion still, When I'm there, I haven't got perspective. I'm not able to see the other side of the coin. I am only finding what I'm asking my brain to find evidence for, and I will end up repeating the same patterns again and again and again. Not because I want to prove it right, quite the opposite because I want to prove it wrong, because I want to trust people. I'm moving into an environment where I want to trust people more. I want to delegate more. I want people to do certain jobs within, for example, my business. And yet every time I move into that environment, which I want, my limbic system is going, oh, oh, there's this old stressor. You can't trust people. This is going to end up as more work for you. My reticular activating system's like, that's what we're going to find. And it goes out and it finds it. So even before I am let down, which I may not be, but even before I am, I'm ready. I'm, I'm like, I'm finely tuned. I'm primed to find things going wrong. And so I repeat being let down. I am pre-let down. I am let down before the opportunity of the other person to let me down, whether they will or whether they won't, I am prejudging. I'm prejudging them. I'm prejudging my ability to bring people on board who can genuinely help me. And all of this is in the weeds. All of this is tied up in the victim mentality. When I allow myself space, when I step back from that, up from that, away from that, when I can hold that as a real thing, And I think that's really important. I'm not going to dismiss the fact that these things have happened in my life. I'm not going to you know, push them away or tell myself I'm being silly. I'm not going to run over the top of this reaction that I have that is primed for being let down. I'm not going to do any of that. I'm going to hold it gently. I'm going to say, you know what? This exists. My belief that this is going to happen exists and I have evidence to support it. Which, of course, I can find now lots of other evidence. I can find evidence to support the opposite that I can trust people, that not everybody lets me down. And I'm a big believer in skill set. So that takes me a long way. I believe in my skill set and I believe that other people have theirs, but I can only get there with space. I can only get there with perspective. If you've gone through something in your life, and you find yourself repeating the same patterns, I want you to know that it is because your brain is trying to fix it. <laughs> like Your brain is going, okay, this did not work out. There must be something I can do, right? We're kind of, brains are, are sort of very me-centric in a I can control the world type way. You are asking me, To fix this situation because you're continually thinking you want to, for example, in my situation, you want to trust other people, you want to delegate work. So let's recreate a scenario again, 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 because one of them will be able to fix. But while I'm going into each of those scenarios with the same mindset, with the same mentality that I am going to be let down, what I'm going to do is recreate the same result. I trust people less. I pick up on errors more. I start wondering what their silence means or what they're over I start reading into things that mean absolutely nothing, nothing about their skill, nothing about whether they're capable of doing the job or not. So when you replay relationships, when you replay situations that maybe happened to you when you were younger, When you find yourself having repeated these same actions again and again and again, it's not because you're broken, it's not because there's anything wrong with you. Your brain is trying to fix it, but it's trying to fix it from the same mentality that it feels like is the helpful one from the original situation. And it may well be that a little perspective allows you to see that. other perspective, this look at your own thoughts, space from your thoughts so you can observe them. And this can be writing things down. Very often, I write things down. I look at them. I can really question whether they're true or not because they feel very true in my head. Do a thought download. You can dump everything onto a piece of paper. You can rip that piece of paper up, put it in the bin. You can set fire to it. You can keep it. Sometimes it's interesting if you keep it and you look back after a good night's sleep at the things that are troubling you, the things that have been going around your head, the things that you really feel in the weeds about. When you look back the next day, it can be like you're looking at somebody else's writing. So you can be the other for you. Or you can achieve this other by talking to other people. As soon as your brain is engaged in talking or writing, as opposed to thinking, it involves a different part of the brain. And it's a part of the brain that can enable processing. This is why talking therapies were so effective back in Freud's day. As soon as we address something, as soon as we look at something, when we actually open up that box that we've been trying really hard to keep a lid on, when we open it up, and the fear of doing that is very real there may be shame, there may be all manner of things around that box. But looking at it, where we feel like we might just tumble in and never, ever come back out of it again, the opening of the box is the biggest effort in that. It is the biggest requirement of focus, because once that box is open, and either we are looking at ourselves at a different period in life and something that we did or something that happened or a situation that was repeating either we can look at it with a bit of perspective maybe we can share that with somebody else or we can journal about it or we can um, record ourselves talking about it which actually reminds me I my masterclass that I run is all recorded um, it's all video recorded and There have been a number of occasions where I have watched the video back and put myself in absolute tears for the truth that I spoke, for how 100% vulnerable I was as I was exploring all of my different options to come to the conclusions that I offer the masterclass. And the act of me, seeing me talk about these things, the act of me, I mean, it's a whole different level of self-love if I'm on it. It's a whole different level of self-vulnerability because I'm the other to me. Maybe you've experienced this when you've looked at a photograph of yourself when you were a child. Maybe you felt for a moment that you didn't recognize that child. Maybe you did. Maybe you really recognized that child. Perhaps you looked into their eyes and you were able to see the innocence and the beauty and the gorgeousness before life happened, before things took a different turn. Or perhaps you look at that child with great fondness and great love. Perhaps you remember the play, the the lack of seriousness in life. And you can rekindle that as you look at yourself as an other, but also as you, you get to be the other for yourself. You get to be the you who provides space, who provides perspective, who opens the boxes, who looks at the things. Whether you do that with somebody else or whether you do that alone, being honest with what's inside of you is a project that is well worth undertaking. No matter what you decide to do out in the world, no matter whether you decide that you're going to keep your beliefs, whether they're serving you, whether they're not serving you, you get to keep whatever beliefs you want. But it's always good to know why, right? It's good to know that if you don't look at those beliefs, if you don't look at the mindsets, if you, if you don't look at perhaps even the origin of that mindset, And it might not be in your lived experience. This could be something inherited. This could be something cultural. This could be something you're borrowing from somebody who's around you without knowing the origin of something. Sometimes it's tricky to appreciate that what you think about it could be different. So what I think about being let down my business. The thing that happened, even by calling it let down, see how much charge I'm putting in, it, putting in it. Let's say I asked somebody to do a part of a project and they didn't complete it and I had to do it. That was the happening. And there are a thousand different stories I could tell about that. As long as I tell the one where I don't trust people, I can't trust people, I'm going to get let down. That is what I will find elsewhere. But another story about that point in time that does not invalidate what happened, doesn't invalidate my feelings at the time, and it doesn't invalidate the amount of work I had to do to make up for that, doesn't invalidate any of that. It accepts that as a happening. But I can also tell the story that even when things fall apart at the last minute, I can pull it out of the bag. And it can also tell the story that I keep trying I keep, because I want to trust other people, my faith in other people when it comes, it's very different. Cause I have like a little box for delegation people and I have a little, like a box for humans in the world, loving total worth all of the humans. When it comes to delegating, particularly within my business, this is the story I had and now I have many other stories. The perspective comes with the space, with a breath, with writing down or verbalizing the stories that you have, the situations that you repeat, maybe the origin of those things. Allowing yourself to see the bigger picture, which is the fact of a happening and what you think, and what you made that mean, and that there are other opportunities for it to mean other things, and that there are other things happening too. When you can see that bigger picture, when you can hold that, then you're moving towards a different level of understanding of yourself, understanding of your ego versus your nature. You're moving from knowledge of a situation to wisdom about yourself. And that's a great gift. So again, if you find yourself stuck in the weeds, feeling like things aren't making sense, is there a way that you can use pen on paper or tablet or a trusted friend or a coach, or you know, talk at me, talk back at me in the podcast to articulate what it is that's going on on the inside. Because when it comes from the inside and it goes to the outside, it enables you to have perspective. When it's all spinning around in your head, that's when you're in the weeds, that's when you're stuck, that's when it's, it's tricky for it to make sense. See where you can bring the inside out. Again, you don't have to share with somebody else if you don't wish to. And that might be helpful. Where you bring the inside out, you find perspective. Where you find perspective, there's opportunity and possibility. And that I want for you very much opportunity, possibility, and the safety within yourself to take the next step to move into opportunity and possibility. And when you ask your Recticular Activating System to find opportunity, to find where you've already taken opportunity, to find possibility in your future from where you've already seen possibility in your past, beautiful things happen. Synchronicities happen when you see where you have already developed perspective for yourself, where you're capable of holding other people's in their space, their experiences, their life, their happenings. When you allow that you can hold yourself with the same grace and space that you hold others, The world opens up and wonderful things can happen. I'll speak to you next week. If you enjoyed this episode, and I hope very much that you did, don't forget to hit subscribe so all future episodes get automatically downloaded to your listening platform. And come hang out with me over on Instagram. My handle is at Sally Hardy underscore coach.